Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The horror and fallout of surviving R. Kelly. Fired Pixar chief John Lasseter gets a new gig, but is Time's Up and Me Too ready to forgive past abusers? Did Kevin Hart's Oscar debacle damage his box office? Megan Kelly's whopping NBC exit deal. And is Steve Harvey moving to Facebook? All this and more on Meet the Hollywood Press for January 13th, 2019. I'm Alina Vision, and now your host in Meet the Hollywood Press, Joseph Kapsch. Happy Sunday, everybody, and don't turn the channel. We are, you are watching the right show. We've had a little uh, studio change this week for the new year. Happy yeah, New Year, hey, Alina. Happy New Year. You look comfy on the couch. I know this is this is going to be my new setup. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Welcome back. I missed you. I know. This it, is literally like I am six weeks. So excited for today's show though, because there's so much going on. I don't think it's 45 a crazy minutes. World. Yeah, I don't think 45 minutes is going to be enough. <laughs> the horror and fallout is yeah. like an under statement for the R. Kelly stuff. So I just want to really quickly um, thank everybody who's been tuning in and listening to us because we finished out uh, 2018 with our highest views and listens across all platforms. So if you're not already signed up, check us out. We'll, we'll let you know where you can find that at the end of the show, but stay tuned for that. And thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who's been sticking with us. And welcome to my guest this week. Anita Bennett returns to Meet the Hollywood Press. She is the founder and managing editor of Urban Hollywood 411. That's right. That's right. I always want to make sure, because remember that one show when I was like, oh, editor-in-chief, you're like managing editor. And then I go, <laughs> editor-in-chief. She goes, it was like priceless. Itai Hai, welcome back. Thank Senior re- entertainment reporter for The Wrap. Yep. And Stuart Brazel, yes. entertainment reporter of many, many things. Yeah, thank you for getting my last name right. It's always people, I always see them, they're like, wait, what is it? I'm like, Razzle Dazzle. Razzle Dazzle Brazel. Oh my God. Thank you all three for coming in this little cold, cold for California weather yeah. in Burbank. Yeah. So let's um, jump in because we've got a lot to talk about. So obviously, Surviving R. Kelly, the six part docuseries on Lifetime shocking, shocking allegations and survivors coming forward, um, basically setting the industry and music industry and Hollywood just ablaze on social media and now uh, singers that have collaborated with him coming forward and sort of denouncing this Lady Gaga being one of them pulling um, her song, uh, what was it? Um, Why Do, what this- Do What You Want. Do What You Want. Do What You Want yeah, yeah. Um, from it. She had actually performed that live, I remember, on SNL with him. I want to just start with this. Is R. Kelly the Harvey Weinstein of the music industry? Meaning? <laughs> I think he... Definitely is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no thinking. He is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the allegations in this six-part series were just unbelievable. And the fact that this went on for so long. So long. <laughs> that's the thing. For I mean, this is, it's not news. Since I was a kid. So like, you've heard about, okay, well, yeah. you're, 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 let's just go back okay. to her viewers. You're talking about the first case when he, the video was discovered, he was with a 14-year-old girl right. having sex, and there was, you know, uh, water, quote-unquote, water sports going on and a lot of other unspeakable acts. Style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, exactly. oh, my God. Exactly. But that's fake news. Right. Okay, but, no, <laughs> R. Kelly, that was dismissed, basically, with all of that. He got Which off. crazy. Okay, so you're just going from the knowledge of that. Well, but no, I'm going from the knowledge of Aaliyah. That's what I was going to say. Aaliyah. Yeah, when I was really young, I really liked Aaliyah, and she was older than me, but I remember R. Kelly being on the cover of her album, and then the whole age ain't nothing but a number, and then I heard they got married, and I was like, wait, what? She's 15. I thought he was shady from the get-go. So let me ask you, Lena, because with your, and and for viewers that don't know, your husband is a Mm -hmm. producer in the industry, so obviously he runs in some of these circles and does know a lot of these producers. Correct. 
when Aaliyah and them married, I, what I learned from that documentary was that I didn't realize that she, when she was 15, though, but then they, like, forged the paper. Was that I known was... at the time that it happened? I don't, I don't think I don't it believe was. so. I'm not no. aware of that. Okay, yeah. okay. So you remember the, when they got married, yes. but you don't remember it being the, like, she's not actually 18. But there were all allegations, and there were people who said they weren't married, so we never right. knew what was really, really true. Happening. Yeah, what was really happening. But then... And they the, seemed in love, right? They seemed we were very supposed close. to think That's they were. Yeah. yeah. They seemed very close. But now that we know yeah. all that he does, it was definitely not a help. The brainwashing, yeah. the cold yeah. thing exactly. that people are saying. But the interesting thing with him being acquitted in that trial for, you know, allegedly molesting the 14-year-old girl in the tape, yeah. her family did not cooperate with prosecutors. And her father is still supposedly in R. Kelly's band. So, Jeez. you know, it raises a lot of questions as to why they didn't participate. Yes. Was there a payoff involved? Right. What exactly happened? What was their motivation? So, yeah. Itai, you've done a lot of reporting on the Me Too movement at large for Hollywood. Now, with the documentary basically leading to now an actual legit investigation, do you feel this is going to come to a similar conclusion like Bill Cosby, like Harvey, like um, Kevin Spacey still pending? But do you think now with this many women in numbers that there's going to be justice? I think if anyone has started to write the obit for the Me Too movement, right? A lot of yeah. people saying it's lost its steam, we're tired of hearing about these stories, it's swung too, too far to one side. I think we've seen this week that they are sadly mistaken between R. Kelly and uh, Lassiter and uh, Louis C.K. Yeah. There have been so many stories this week. Yeah. Uh, Les Moonves, the, the fact that he's not getting his uh, his his $120 million. Um, Which yeah. he desperately Whether or not this is going <laughs> to... We talked extensively about yeah. that. <laughs> and now we have Teray, one of the journalists featured. Right. I'm going to get to that, though. Let me just figure, though, that... I'm sorry, not to not to, to, to digress back to what I... I want to ask something more specific, because what struck me the most about watching the documentary, aside from the fact that I couldn't with the prison interview, with the brother, with the numbers, I mean, it was just... Oh, oh my goodness. I right? just was like... I, I had to keep... I, I had to rewind it back, because I went, wait, that was his brother? And I'm like, they're interviewed by the brothers, and Jen goes, I like all the women, you know. <laughs> yeah. We all got our preferences, and he likes young women. I mean, but they're Ill it's illegal, sir. It's like illegal. Did it strike you the amount of people that were recalling what was going on, but yet nobody, like, I saw Robert at the high school, and I thought, oh, this was weird. I saw Robert do, I saw a bed exactly. in the middle of the studio. So what I want to ask is, should these enablers be held just as uh, accountable in some way, shape, or form? What's your opinion, Anita? I think there should be some repercussions for these enablers, because there were, mm -hmm. we had his former manager, and right. tour manager, and personal assistant saying he accompanied R. Kelly to shopping malls yep. at every tour stop to pick up young women and sometimes girls. Do you think it was a situation um, where just like, as long as the check cleared? They were going to keep their mouth closed. I think so. I think that's yeah. what drives a lot of people in the industry. Um, like, we'll talk about, with, you know, Lassiter. Yes. I think it's just so sad that these young women's lives and their livelihood and their future is totally pushed aside just because, oh, I'm getting a check, so I'm going to keep my mouth you shut. You know, it's interesting. I was watching, it's, we're talking about her later, but Megan Kelly yes. um, had some parents on from a daughter. Now, at this point, the daughter was in her 20s, so it's like, what can you do? But they're saying, our daughter's in a cult, you know. It was very clear that they received a letter from her, but yeah. her name was spelled wrong. Who spells their own name wrong in their yeah. letter? And they're like, no, this is clearly written by the manager. And it's like, if a manager is forging fake letters to parents, I think there should be legal ramifications for yeah. that. I, right. I think we're doing a disservice, by the way, the media specifically, doing a disservice to these girls by calling this a cult. Yes, there are a lot of cultish things about this specific story that coincide with Scientology or Nexium or any of these other cults. Yeah. But we have to remember there's a difference here. These are young girls who mm -hmm. did not have any right. kind of uh, choice in the matter of joining the supposed cult and then getting brainwashed. These are yeah. young girls. So I think the terms that are more appropriate here is is child molestation or, or child abuse, but definitely not cult. My question about 
as we're in this era right now, Me Too uh, era, and a lot. Do you okay? So you know how like when um, a person commits murder. And then someone who knows facts about that can be essentially charged accessory yeah. before. Right. Is there a similar thing that can be? I'm asking this as like an uh, I'm ignorant on this, so I'm asking if someone is uh, if he's found guilty of say committing sexual misconduct or or rape or sexual molestation, and then you were able to prove that people around him sort of knew this, mm-hmm. can they be then charged in a way that you can with a murder as an accessory? I'm not an attorney, so I don't yeah. know. Okay, but first. It has to be determined that crimes were committed. So yes. we have a prosecutor in Chicago saying she yep. is considering opening up an investigation, and they reportedly have no one's come out and confirmed it in Fulton County, Georgia, um, the two places where R. Kelly allegedly ran these sex cults. Um, so we there is no specific, specific. investigation that has been confirmed. Yeah. Once there is, perhaps prosecutors will find a way to charge people as accessories. So I think that's much more difficult, obviously, because, you know, this is years sometimes after the after the incidents took place. Right. Memories are fuzzy. You have to mm-hmm. sort of show that they knew exactly what they were doing, that they actually knew that they were sending these girls to a specific you know, outcome. But, uh, uh, you know, you have to ask yourself the same thing about all these agencies in Hollywood who were sending these young actresses to uh, to Harvey Weinstein and all these yeah. and all these predators. Uh, I think there was a report by The New York Times showing that at least eight CAA agents knew what was going on with Harvey Weinstein and continued sending their clients to see him. <sighs> And that's going to be the next phase of this. I think once, I think you, Anita's right, there's going to be first the process of clearing out the predators themselves and then going after the people who facilitated. uh, So, okay, so the other thing I'm going to ask, a lot of music artists, um, John Legend, there were like a lot of vocal, Lady Gaga obviously taking her song off of thing. I saw also blowback. Lady Gaga specifically, and maybe that's mm-hmm. because I, I I'm gay and I have t- a lot of fan, yeah. my feed tends to be, but they were basically saying that because she's in the midst of an Oscar campaign yeah. is why she's now becoming vocal. Mm-hmm. But that she had been asked for years to comment and be even back. Why are you collaborating with him? Why are you? Do you and not just her, but in, at large, do you think these music artists that are all of a sudden now coming are just sort of doing it because all of the information and that I, they actually did know yeah. a little bit more than they are I letting think on? There is definitely a motivation because Dream Hampton, the writer and director of Surviving R. Kelly, she went on the record with the Detroit Free Press and said, "These are the people I approach who would not do interviews with me, including." Um, Lady Gaga, yeah. Jay Z, mm-hmm. Dave Ch- Chappelle, who had who knew about this and had mm-hmm. done skits about it. None of these people would go on the record. Now suddenly that Gaga wants to be nominated for an Oscar later this month, she's releasing statements. She's taking music yeah. off streaming Chance services. Chance the rapper came forward too. Yeah, Chance the rapper came right. forward, <laughs> which that was kind of interesting to watch because he based didn't he like he 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 denounced it, but then he like backpedaled on it and then said part of his comments were because he was basically saying like I shouldn't have did the collaboration, but then it was like the comments. Wh- where did that land? Yeah. Because I was reading so it. He was, pretty much <laughs> said he shouldn't have done that. Done, you know, the collaboration. Yes, and then he said, uh, I guess he, I didn't believe it because it was from black black women, women. yes yes i mean it when i saw the documentary it was cut up he did end up releasing the full kind of mm-hmm. minute long statement okay it doesn't defend what he says at the end about i didn't believe it because it wasn't you know it was coming from black women i mean that's a heavy blow whoa that's a really heavy blow and yes. but at least he owned up to it and said that was wrong to say and like yeah. at least i can check myself exactly now. Yeah. Hmm. Can I just add this? Yes. I was disgusted by what Chance the Rapper said, but I also want to go on the record and say the African-American community was somewhat complicit in this situation going on and on and on, including myself. I continued to buy R. Kelly's albums after he was acquitted. I thought, oh, well, this is over, and maybe there was no truth. I don't know. I didn't see the tape. Yeah. But a lot of us, Step in the Name of Love, we continued to buy his records, but now that I have the full scope of what has happened, I've thrown out his CDs. Yes, I still have old CDs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll admit, I'll admit uh, the only song that I know of R. Kelly's are I like his I big one. Find. Exactly. Yeah. I know, right? But well. I can tell you this. I think I think that's really what you see in that, If you anyone who's watched the entire series, 
that's really the theme of it is is how did we let this happen and how did the African American community in yeah. particular sort of elevate him to that place even after those charges sort of became public and I think the travesty of it all is really that acquittal that sort of gave him a clean slate yeah. Yeah. and that's the fact that these songs you know we think of uh, yeah. I think I could fly you know yeah. that one it's well, so inspirational you play genius. at weddings yeah. and stuff yeah. Yeah. So, like you hear I believe I can fly at all of these powerful emotional events at funerals I feel I like mean, Idol yeah. how many times was, did people sing that on Idol I was super <laughs> fan <Yeah. laughs> how many bad versions <laughs> exactly. of that were on Idol <laughs> I was a super fan I have all of his songs Fiesta um, I believe I can fly. Yeah. Uh, the and then greatest. he had like the trapped in the closet hits after oh, that, where he was I kind of mocking himself. I bought the that was a big yeah, hit. it was right. like a what is it called? It was a like CD a six with part the video. Yeah. And the midget yeah. and like a, all of that. So a second leg of this story now in the documentary, and I want to make sure I'm pronouncing his name. Torre. 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 The journalist who You're was so featured. Nice. <laughs> Oh God! So, um, the although I did know what a lace front was, as we told (laughs) (laughs) okay. So wait, Um, uh, Teray, yeah, the journalist that was featured who did a lot of the like reporting, I guess, originally Mm. on him. He did. Someone came. He was featured heavily, and then after it aired, a uh, makeup artist. Right, makeup mm-hmm. artist correct yes. came forward accusing him. Now, mm-hmm. um, do we think he's done? Because I find journal journalists, we which we all are, your major thing is credibility. Right. I feel like he's going to have a tough time coming back. Like hypocrisy in journalism mm-hmm. is probably the worst, especially the screenshots of the text where he's like, yeah. "Please don't tell people about me." Basically, at the end, it's like, "Oh my god." What are you doing typing all of this? Like, this is usually so no bad. That's the other thing in writing. It's like, at least pick up the phone if you're right. going to be Right, just have yeah. some... <laughs> not, not that it's just okay. Sort of, yeah. But it's, yeah. but it is, it's like with the Matt Lauer situation, you see him interviewing men and attacking them about their actions when they're doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. it's... Yeah. It's, that's well, the most disappointing yeah, thing. Very, very true. Now, he... And she came had forward. An interview. She did come forward. Because of the down, documentary. Yeah, with okay. R. Kelly in 2008. Uh, for an interview for BET. Now, he's been um, with MSNBC and Rolling Stone. He's a very respected music journalist. Yeah. So I think I've done some, like, pop culture panels with him on CNN before, for sure. Yeah, the talking ex- head where you, like, fight about mm-hmm. stuff like we're doing yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this... No squares. Yeah, I think the woman, the makeup artist, says this happened in about 2013. He was... They were working together on a show for Time, Inc. See, and he the- just... He kept repeatedly saying these horrible things to her. Yeah. And so... Um, um, he went on, not only did he talk about his interview with R. Kelly in the docuseries, he was in almost every part going on and, and basically criticizing R. Kelly and talking about what a horrible human being R. Kelly was. And so the makeup artist saw him doing all these interviews and she was like, wait a minute, yeah. he's got his own yeah. demons. Which goes to show, I mean, if you've done anything, anything. Me Too related, yeah. anything yeah. at all, Stay away from reporting Don't on do it. Don't do any reporting on it at all. No. <laughs> oh, my God. So, wait a minute. My question is this, though. He, do you think it's, like, the, the reason that it's even worse because of how fairly recent? Like, you know how, like, we're talking about 10 years ago they did this, 20 years, yeah. 2013 we're talking about. That's, like, a hop, skip, and a jump ago. It was recent. Um, I just want I mean, final thoughts on this. Like, what, what's your thought? Like, like, what do you think? Is he done... Probably, I mean, but I think he his career was already was on a say. downward path. <laughs> so I the mean, R. Kelly, yeah, guy. this is someone who you know had a show, was on MSNBC, I was did. everywhere I used to see in the all media. The time. Oh, now, I this could have played did, into his current downfall. It well, just I was just going to say yeah. she yeah. said she complained and Bingo. she said that he yeah. got fired. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he claims he claims it wasn't because of that though. Yeah, Stuart, you just brought up a good point that I'm so glad you did about. When you, when, and this is very true about actresses and actors. You know when you, you knew a really talented actor and actress, and we know this, and I think the same's true with journalists. Where have they been? Why haven't you seen them? But then right. you start digging deeper. They were horrible to work with. They were mean people. They did. Yeah. So I think you are onto something with that, that that was actually really maybe why we hadn't seen him mm-hmm. uh, and why his career kind of yeah. did. Well, he has a podcast, and apparently... Like everybody else that- on the planet. <laughs> 
<laughs> the day that this story went viral, Essence Magazine broke it. Yeah. Um, Terry Crews was supposed yeah. to come on his podcast. Canceled. And what? Canceled. Exactly. Right. Once Terry got wind of all this, yeah. well, Terry, the threat that weaves everything together because then he's been very vocal about Kevin Hart. He's like, here's what yes. Kevin Hart is doing. I was like, Terry Crews, you were like, <laughs> yeah. he needs a talk show. Yeah. He tweeted, canceled. Well, yes. Referring to the interview. Didn't he, I love the Cruz. fact that that's all he said. All so, no, no, all one word, yes. canceled. And it was all caps, and all right? caps. Yes. <laughs> In it's case like you missed it. <laughs> yeah, but he, Terry Crews, to me, because he was the one that accused the uh, agent that yeah. led to, mm-hmm. you know, justice for the agent that... Like the first male that came forward. That came forward. He was on MSNBC, and let me tell you something, so articulate about this, but like a true champion of this movement. And what he said was, about R. Kelly, uh, during that same thing we have to cancel Trey on MSNBC, he said... They're gonna get him, just like they got Harvey, just like they got, just like they got Bill. He said they're gonna get him, and he said that other men, and I think we speak on behalf of men, need to hold other men. It's just as much of a responsibility mm-hmm. of men. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I want to move. We have so much more to cover. Yeah. Is there any last thoughts to end on here? That's There's so much we could talk about this, R. Kelly, because it's that disturbing. It's gonna and keep I, developing. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting to see how many people start to kind of mute yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah. Because a lot of people there is... Actually, we have a tweet on this. Yes. Um, Kathy Cheney, who is the deputy managing editor for the Sun-Times, yeah. tweeted out, Black-owned Chicago station pulls R. Kelly off the air. And I think we're going to start to see Just like more Bill Cosby. Yeah. Like, yeah. You ain't ever going to see them Cosby reruns yeah. in Which this. WJLH here in Los Angeles has also pulled his music and there was just a, a rally outside the radio station thanking them and saying we're going to go after other radio stations that don't pull his music. That don't pull but that's the music. only reason he's been able to continue uh, and almost unaffected, unfazed by this Me Too uh, movement even though he's, his numbers are, are very high. I mean, I remember I had to put a list of of all the cases yeah. against him wow. throughout the years, I needed a calculator to figure it out. It wow. was that many you women. You start to see these stories coming in that certain people weave in and out. I went on Therese's website today and he has a picture with Lady Gaga and I was like, oh God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to laugh because I thought, it's like you can't, you can't escape it. Oh God, okay. Alright, so moving on to the next um, Me Too story. John Lasseter, uh, Disney fired John Lasseter this last year he was the Pixar chief and by the way a visionary in the animation community the kind of yeah, money Cars and, Toy Story I mean all yes. the big ones are his so he was rehired this week by Skydance David Ellison and Megan Ellison's uh, company um, to head up their animation division and it was met with some swift uh Backlash and Time's Up. By the way, Time's Up as this one um, I, uh, body time says Time's Up. Who's Time's Up? I know like who's part of it, but like don't some faces need to own these statements? Sounds like Time's Up said Time's Up this. I'm like there has to come a point where Time's Up like sort of has like faces repping it. Because to me, it's very weird now. It's like, Time's Up's watching if Les gets hired. Time's Up is mad about John Lasser. Anyway, they issued a statement. And this leads us to a bigger question. And Itai, you did some reporting on this um, with John Lasseter. Suffice to say, the industry was not happy about this. And I think more because either it was too soon, either they just felt this set uh, an entire bad precedent for all of the other men accused. But I think digging a little bit deeper, Itai, because you spoke to a Me Too activist, Alyssa Milano, about this. So speak to this to sort of... um, do you think, sort of, in a situation like a John Lasser, who's a non-violent, non-criminal uh, offender here, he was fired? They say he recognized, although I don't think the amount of time that he's had is enough to truly reform and show restitution. Do you think, though, that there is a path back for a, a John Lasseter or of that level? But then, how do you determine who's what? Like this person gets a second chance, this person doesn't. Mm-hmm. How? And, and I think that's going to be the next big hurdle for the Me Too and Time's Up organizations in terms of of figuring out what to do with some of these men who will inevitably try to re-enter society and Hollywood specifically. And I think 
Uh, there are people like Time's Up and Women in Film and a lot of other activists who came out immediately and said, someone who has done what he's done, someone who's abused his power, has no place in Hollywood anymore after Me Too. And uh, But I spoke to Alyssa Milano, who you know started essentially the Me Too yes. movement uh, right after uh, Tarana Burke. She was the one who essentially said... Yes. Uh, if you've ever been sexually abused, say me too. And then she realized that Toronto Burke had started it a decade earlier. Or so, but yeah, it was a sort of a, a she was a big part of it. And yeah. What she and she said still was, remains on the front lines. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And what she so, she told me was she thought that in cases of nonviolent offenders, we have to start thinking of a pathway for them to yes, uh, rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to show, obviously, remorse and show that they've done their work. But at some point, we have to be realistic and say, not all of these offenders, you know, we can't take away their livelihood, is what she said. Do you think, um, Anita, studios, networks, even talent agencies, turn the other cheek for these high-performing people uh, a little bit more when it comes to, like, a top talent like John Lester? Do you think it just comes down to the money? Absolutely. Look at what happened with Bill Cosby. So many people knew about what was going on. The same with Harvey Weinstein. You just said there were agents who were allegedly complicit. It does come down to money. But I have to ask, someone who has done things, and he's not accused, to my knowledge, of raping anyone. No, no. He's accused, I think, by multiple women who came forward and said uh, he touched or kissed inappropriately. He was kissy Mm -hmm. (laughs) face. So to to tell you about Disney sources and people that work there, very handsy. At, when he would drink at like company events, an inappropriate comment yeah. and making women feel always yeah. like. And by the way, it's just like you don't walk into an office and like hug no. a, a woman or just like on. Also, it, anytime that people feel like the solution is to not put pretty women in a room with him, what does yeah. that say about okay. women yeah. in the yeah. workplace? Oh, exactly. just because you're attractive, yeah. you mm-hmm. can't have a meeting with a talented creative. Yeah, exactly. that's not fair. Or the vice fair. president. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about the That's exactly what I thought about. True. That's a different story. But my thing is, if you've been doing something 20, 30, 40 years, can you really be rehabilitated? No. Can that behavior be changed? Okay. Thank you. Well, I think if you've done it for 20 years, you don't deserve to be rehabilitated. But I think that, you know... We also have to make sure that we we understand, and I'm not making uh, any excuses for any of them. Some of these uh, accusations stem back 20 years, and yes, we're nonviolent and non-criminal, and and, and perhaps that person has not done it in in a long time afterwards. I mean, there are cases where some people say we have to look at those cases, the ones that are... Yeah. that are in the gray areas and say, what do we do with them? Yes, they've lost their jobs, their reputations, but what do, do we not allow them at all to come back? But here's my point, though. Who determines that? Because <laughs> right. I still feel, and we've had, like, here we are six months later still talking about who's going to, if it's time's up, doesn't it have to be like a Hollywood-wide thing? Like, okay, um, this net, all these networks, all these studios, we're signing a pledge that Times Up is now going to, as a body, a governing body of our industry mm-hmm. is going to make. Like, who's going to like? Who's the judge and jury on it? But Times Up cannot tell the CEO of a company not to hire but, someone. They cannot stop a board from hiring someone. Unless they, but that's what I'm saying. Does it need to get to the point that companies are? What I'm saying is like, picture Times Up essentially operating like the Hollywood wide. Human Resources Department mm-hmm. for all of Hollywood. I mean, you get so because I don't see where you get the where who is going to determine. You're absolutely right. A CEO of Disney can hire whoever the f, f they want, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like um, nobody can say that. Times Up can issue these statements. So then my question, like what you're saying, is where do we draw? It's such a it's a such a squirrely dicey thing. I don't know who's going to draw these lines. And we're kind of seeing that with some of these personalities, right? Like Billy Bush. We're Which we'll about get him. to, yes. Yeah. Where's Megan Kelly? It's like it, who? It's really interesting to see the fallout and who seems to get through it and yes. who's okay yeah. and who really suffers. It's like, does it just come down to the good old fashioned relationships and money? Like if you're a, right. if you're a top, yeah. I do feel more often than not. John Lasseter is a person, and I'm, I can't quote the exact number, but bazillion dollars from car. You know, he's the guy behind Cars, behind yeah. you know Disney and Pixar's major, you know. 
releases that you're talking, which, by the way, I don't believe just from an industry anymore, John Lester's going to strike lightning again after everything like Mm -hmm. at Skydance. That's just my personal opinion, seeing how this goes. But to me, to have to even put the kind of parameters and have the women now at have to have it, you have to hire someone and then hold a town hall immediately to, to make sure everybody's okay. Aren't you just thinking in your head, like, is this really a good thing for morale? Right. What's your take on that? Uh, I think it's going to be a big issue for a lot of people at Skydance, especially female workers who are going to be saying, hey, do I really want to work for a company that clearly doesn't value my my safety? I mean, I can see someone thinking that way. Um, I think they're going to get a lot of pushback from Time's Up and all these other organizations that could affect the talent that you get, the the contracts that you get, your your reputation suffers. So every company that hires someone like that is going to have to make, and you know, we saw that with Lasseter. So uh, Ellison had to do yeah. had to send out a statement saying that he did not take that decision lightly. Usually, when you send yeah. out a statement that you just hired the head of your animation, it's a good congratulatory, <laughs> yeah. fun, yeah. fuzzy feeling kind of statement. <laughs> oh, just it's so like, you know, oh, we hired guy. this guy, so it was and like, we're we, thinking we, about hiring this guy. Could you hire some extra lawyers so <laughs> we could? We got to do. We had extra work yeah. to do on the contract and everybody actually, else's agreements. I actually have a tweet that kind of speaks to what we're talking about Go right here. Vision. So this is from uh, Kim Masters, who's a journalist over at the Hollywood the Reporter. Yeah. Reporter. I worked with her. Yeah, exactly. So, and she actually got a quote from somebody who works at Skydance. So this is what it says. First animator heard from on Skydance hiring of John Lasseter. And this is a quote. LOL, this town doesn't give a shit about Me Too or anything else when it comes to behavior and the almighty dollar. What a joke. So that's from somebody that works there. I almost want to end it on that note. (laughs) Just end it on that note. Okay. Moving on. Unfortunate. Good luck, God bless. But I say good luck and God bless to the to the people working there now. Because also, anyway, I digress. Next, <laughs> God, this is all about this show. Should have been like the hirings and firings episode. So, Megan well, Kelly, <laughs> Megan Kelly got paid sixty five million to not work. Doesn't that hurt? Oh my God. I know, right? That's what I was so To be fair, she worked two years out of the three. No, no, no. <laughs> and by the way, one and a half. We've had disagreements on this actually with you because I I actually respect Megan Kelly tremendously as a journalist. I I do believe when she was in no when she was in her lane at Fox News and that was her lane. Yeah, it was Definitely. her lane. I believe she was at the top of her game, right? I think when they tried to turn her into like the Vanity Fair cover Snow White woman that women should look up to was a mistake because she's the toughest nails like prosecutorial mm-hmm. kind of woman that also had. Racial racial undertones in some of the things that racial she said. Racial undertones? Oh, please, give me a break. I think the reason why this woman is not where she was and where she was supposed to be when they threw all this money at her, $69 million. Yeah. I mean, uh, Katie Curry didn't get that money when she went to, you know, I mean, it was a different time too, but still, I'm. it's crazy to me that she got that kind of money. But this is a woman who was on Fox News for a long time spewing yeah. stuff like Santa is white and and I Jesus there is, is you white can man. yeah sorry yeah uh, no it was Santa it was, was white Santa, Santa, Santa is white Santa and, and Jesus. Jesus yeah and Jesus is white no, 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 no. Are we supposed to put thugs. that aside and say she's a great journalist? I'm sorry, but no. I mean, so you, I'm don't, not res- you don't think she's a, was a good journalist at any I think point she's in her career? Highly overrated. Well, then you start going, what is the what is a journalist these days? Like, Broadcast journalism. Is it reporting journalism. the news? Or, it's all opinion, it's right? All opinion. She was definitely opinionated. She was opinionated. Okay, so here, cringeworthy. Let, let me also back up just to say I don't think anyone watching our show doesn't know about this, but Megyn Kelly had a disastrous third hour uh, run yeah. of the. Megan Kelly today, she took over and was there what less than a year. Yeah. In that so third disastrous hour. that now it's twenty yeah. percent off. She left. It it's led 20%. to her dismiss. I mean, they were already negotiating for her to leave because it was such a poor fit. But then it ended up being where she basically said on air during an all white panel mm-hmm. about Halloween. The lightest fare you could possibly talk about. Yeah. Like, what should we dress so, up for Halloween? Halloween. Celebrities and didn't it, want to go on the show anymore, so it was like just trying to find content. Yeah. 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 So it was all white panel mm-hmm. to discuss if blackface was appropriate or inappropriate, and she basically said that was okay when I was growing up, and it's like okay, yeah. oh god, and kept it on saying. Yeah. Can we go back to her hiring because and she started uh, that show, Megan Kelly Today, September 2017. It yeah. was an ill fit from the get go. This is someone who was used to going toe to toe with politicians mm-hmm. and. 
saying racist things at night. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. she's interviewing she's Jane Fonda. Morning, yeah, suddenly she's on a morning show interviewing celebrities and doing cooking segments. Yeah. Like it was a bad and doing race, dancing and racist, yeah. racist yeah. light segment. Did you not see the dance? Oh God, Kate Arthur, shout out. Do you see Kate Arthur from BuzzFeed created this gif? I was screaming because she did a story about the whole Megan Kelly thing and she has the gif of Hoda and Megan <laughs> dancing. And it was basically like her old tweet got like a million bazillion, no, literally a million views on this gif and video of them dancing because Kate's original tweet was something like, I just saw Megan Kelly dancing with Hoda just for the pure um, ratings. To, yeah. Just to, yeah. to kill time and I'm oh. horrified. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was like them just dancing and like they're grabbing the audience to come up with them. Listen, they tried to soften her up. They tried to do uh, it, it was, was ill fit. But here's but, 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 but again, but guess what? The guy who paid her the 65 million, Andy Lack, still is there. still there. Right. So it's like this, and this is the guy who's weathered the this is Matt Lauer. Uh he oversaw the division of Matt Lauer. So think about that though. What is wrong with this picture? Well, and is there any money left at the Today Show? I mean, they allegedly paid off Billy Bush. Uh... They're paying everybody yeah, to right. not Hopper work. Left with some money. <laughs> Megan Kelly walked away with a reported thirty oh, million. Are we bringing that up? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that up, producers? Is that yes, up? This is it. This was it. No idea. It was shit. And even the purple outfit. They're probably like, wear this purple and white outfit. You'll look so soft. You're gonna dance with Hoda. It's just Hoda bizarre. was probably like, I better be getting a bonus for this shit. I watched Megan Kelly today. <laughs> For story ideas. Did I didn't you? watch it every day. Uh-huh. But she was so uncomfortable. She and there is an art. Yeah. There is an art to interviewing celebrities and not yeah. going hard, at least yeah. until the end, in case they walk Jane out. Fonda she didn't have to work. No. <laughs> she didn't have to worry about that because after the Jane Fonda and what was uh, the other debacle? No, yeah, the Debra Messing oh, thing. Yeah. There were no yeah. celebrities. There were no yeah. celebrities. Yeah. It was ill-fitting from, from the start. All right, but... She'll be okay. Don't worry, She told celebrity photographers on a New York City street corner on Thursday night she'll be back on TV this year. That's what she said. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. I believe it too, but where? Where? Where is Megyn Kelly going? But is TV, no, hold on. Is TV, I say Newsmax. Is TV just linear now? Because is TV not streamer? Is TV not. Facebook. I feel like she. She said TV. TV. She said TV. She'll, I, don't know. I think she'll do I don't know. TV. But then if like I had where? to guess, it's going to be some kind of like she gets an hour. Spe- I think she will not get her slot back at Fox News every night. I feel like it's going to go be like Megyn Kelly Special. interviews. Yeah, oh, Megyn like Kelly like presents. Yeah. She's I mean, going to get like, like a five hundred channels yeah. plus streaming. It's Who so knows? Much. Yeah. Right. She'll get something. And didn't Sinclair, isn't Sinclair looking oh, for to, to... That's true. No, aren't they trying to be conservative? She's not going to go for local news. <laughs> she hasn't hit local news yet. Listen, she doesn't even have to work again if no, she doesn't want to. She'll write a book about this. She's going to yeah. be fine. Although, yeah, her agreement... She started out her agreement, local news that, after being a lawyer. She's not yeah, going back. No. That's the only thing. Her agreement... No by the way, her lawyer should be getting a big-ass bonus for this because she walked away with all her money, and the only concessions that they made, according to reporting, was that uh, there's limits to what she can talk about uh, with her time at NBC. She can't Meaning, talk like, about it yeah. at all. No, she can talk about it, but, but limits it to... it fiction piece. Yeah. <laughs> Different names, like Lauren Conrad did. But there's no non compete <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Loosely based on my experience. Loosely based. <laughs> okay, so let's move to another female anchor that I love, Julie Chen Moonves. She's back, everybody. Celebrity Big Brother. Woo! Yeah, another back. one dancing on social media. Um, so, Celebrity Big Brother announced their cast today. Do you have the article actually? I know the Mooch, Anthony yeah. Scaramucci, yes, all of his eleven Shine days lucky. in the White House, has now netted. Oh, yeah, Anthony Scaramucci, Jonathan Bennett from Mean Girls. I saw T- Tamar Braxton. Yeah. Tamar. Um, Tamar. 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 Tamar Braxton. So I'm sorry. That would be, Tamar will bring a whole new level of... Kato Kalen. Kato oh, yeah, Kalen. Ryan Lochte. Ryan Lochte. Lochte. Um, that, 
Bless him. Actually, the list that I saw, I don't I'm, watch that show, I'm but so this was excited. one of the best collections of I'm people yeah. so for that. Excited yeah. for this so you season. do watch the show? Oh, yeah, I've been watching Big Brother forever. Then this question will go to you because I want to know what you think. Yeah. Do you think it was suspicious? Because obviously, Julie Chen Moonves married to Les Moonves, the disgraced former president of um, CBS, who did not get his $120 million uh, golden parachute severance after he was found to be um, guilty. Uh, of all of the sexual misconduct that the internal investigation turned up. She was not in the initial promos when they started promoing. Do we think that was like on purpose? Of course it was. Okay. Yeah, I think of course it was. But here's the thing. Julie Chen's with with the show forever. I understand the talk. The talk is very... It's the talk that she needed to step down from. Yeah, that. she couldn't talk. We but knew she couldn't I, go back. What's she gonna definitely... do? Stay silent every time they talk about a Me right. Too case? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go get some call. You need a you need a refill. Yeah. I'm gonna cruise myself from this half hour. I would definitely say that if you look at just you know when she tweeted that photo and she posted on her Instagram, it was 50-50 mix. That's exactly it's right. It's a polarizing subject. Some yeah. people are like Julie Chin is Big Brother, and other people are like, how could she do this? So it's I, on our our highest rated clip now in the history of me at the Hollywood Press's short little history is a Julie Chen discussion and it's got exactly the same the comments go ours was a little more anti-Julie but it's it's like the half in it but the big brother fans specifically love her they love her Mm -hmm. they they live for like people get excited when they're voted out of the house for their one on one with Julie as they exit the house they're like hey Julie they love her she's the fa- the the comments though would range from like this, Julie, you keep your head up. We're so happy to see you back. And the next one is like, is Les a contestant? Yeah. <laughs> it's and it's you know what? It's passionate. And let's That's talk so about hate watching. Hate watching is a thing. Yeah. So yeah. either way, it's a winner for CBS. I'm peaked. I'm I never even paid attention to, to Julie Chen no, like, before, what? and now I'm like interested. We got so much interesting stuff from Amarosa. I'm like, yeah. Mooch, what yeah. you got? Exactly. What do you got yeah. there? How many days was he there? Ten. Ten. Eleven. Eleven days. days. So I think that that's what because he's been on Cuomo show a lot. So I think he really he wants a TV career. And by oh, the way, oh, he's also been on the View. He's very good on TV. Yeah, as a yeah. He's excellent on TV. You've got a Whether lot you, of I don't like, disagree. No, I disagree no, no, with most no, no. of his. I, I went to his uh, book signing uh, party. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. There were some people there. Yeah, there some... and you have some Celebrity Apprentice people. There's a lot of. Stuff I, th- I mean, going it's going to get good ratings. Yeah. It's going to get good ratings, and I'm sure that. Um, uh, uh, President Trump will give a um, oh, you know shout out. Watching. Tune into <laughs> yeah. Big Brother. It's a great show. Great show. It's going to get great ratings. Um, anyway, two more pieces of TV news, and then I want to get to Overheard Hollywood, where I hear from you guys um, about what you're working on in your stories. Steve, Har- Steve Harvey's talk show is in jeopardy. Not his talk show itself. The production company is trying to find it a, distri- a distributor, but NBC Universal is not going to carry the show because they made room for the Kelly Clarkson show. And there's still some other tweaking just with their lineup being Ellen Kelly. There's some questions about what else because extra moved mm-hmm. to Fox stations yeah. and Billy Bush yep. also uh, in talks be. to go to extra. I wonder what Mario thinks. Yeah. There's rumors about that. Yeah. But anyway, no. I want to get to just basically Steve yeah. Harvey, though, said he may move to Facebook. What's our thoughts on that? Oh, boy. I It kind of felt like Steve was backpedaling. Okay, so Steve yeah. was at CES in Las Vegas last week. And he was like a featured speaker. He was mm-hmm. asked about what's going to happen with his show because there's a distributor, but no one to pick it up. Yeah. So it's been yanked. His time slot was given to Kelly Clarkson. So Steve said, well, syndication is dying. Syndicated TV is dying. Which is not completely false. No, like that's dead on. Yeah, Daytime he's TV dead on. Exactly. Yeah. And so is the entertainment news magazine 100%. category. 100%. Yeah, yeah, so go ahead. So he said that he's looking at other options, including... Facebook. Facebook. And he one interesting, really interesting thing he said is that Nielsen is not reliable. Mm-hmm. And he talked about delayed viewing and how so many people don't actually watch shows when they air. They record them and watch them later. True. And he says he doesn't get credit for these airings. Whereas with YouTube and Facebook, you know exactly how many people were watching. Yeah. Well, you do get long. credit if people watch it within three or seven days. Okay. Anyone which who watches not- after seven days, usually it doesn't get counted. But. Which is a bad arbiter. 
not we I don't want to get into big yeah. in the weeds about ratings, but it's just but that that's being negotiated too because CBS wants a whole new met. I yeah. think that this is going to get turned on its ear because yeah. of all the multi platforms. My question though about back to Steve Harvey on Facebook. Do you actually think he's that's actually to do though with the fact that he got yanked from NBC Universal mm-hmm. is just purely because the Kelly Clarkson or remember the report, the very explosive report that came out on Steve Harvey and how he acted um, yeah, behind the scenes. But his show was still renewed. So it was called Steve Harvey or the Steve Harvey show yes. or something like that. Yeah. And it does and then, well. Yeah, it does, it does well. well yeah. And it was based in Chicago. He basically let go of all the staff, moved to L.A., rebranded the show, yeah. but then it leaked that he had told staffers, don't talk to me, don't look at me. Yeah, he doesn't I don't want, want, want anything to do with any of you. Who, who reported minions? that originally? I can't remember. I don't think he's like, but he doesn't want to make small And do you remember, Alina, when it was reported? Oh, God, it was like his it, list. Right? Of, no, he, yeah. His yeah. list, Honestly, it was yeah. not denied. It was yeah. basically like... Uh, he, said, he said he was stressed out. Instead of saying that whole hell no. The list of... Don't look at me in the eye or something, too, <laughs> yeah, right? It was, it was one of those things. <laughs> it was crazy. But I will say this. A year ago, I would have said, this is crazy to even consider yeah. Facebook. But it's completely working with Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. So I was just going to say, with your shirt, so I was going to say three words. Red, red table, table talk. talk. I mean, that's I love that. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of money. Like, they're yes. looking for stuff. They yeah. have yes. money. It's- yeah. She did such an amazing thing, too. And it's almost like, I'm sure TV companies have already approached her. She's probably like, I don't want to no. be on TV. No. Yeah. She's like, I'll do my own thing. They shoot it at her house. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't need yeah. to be. So anyway, she proved that you can make Facebook work. work. Yeah. Okay. Any last thoughts? No. I'd watch it if it's if like I'll watch anything. Like if it's something I like, I don't care where I'm consuming no. it at. Yeah. Well, I'll watch, watch it your once. Computer anyway. <laughs> she said I'll watch, I'll watch it watch once. I'll give it a go. Write a story about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we wrap up, I want to uh, our segment overheard Hollywood. As our viewers know, is where we ask our guests, our reporters, something they're working on, some little scoop that they've heard on the ground out there. Anita, what do you got for us? Oh boy, I just published a story on Urban Hollywood. 411. I interviewed a young journalist by the name of Brittany Nobles, Brittany Noble Jones. She's African American, was a morning anchor in Jackson, Mississippi. She says she was fired after she filed an EEOC complaint. Um, her station told her that her natural hair was unprofessional, allegedly. Um, but I interviewed her and she told me I have receipts. I, <laughs> I recorded the conversations with my news director, oh. and he told me multiple times. Um, so she had straight hair. She said a long weave when she got the job, but she said she was watching Blackish, and she noticed the actresses had natural hair, and she wanted to stop processing her own hair. So, and I think we showed the article on screen there. So she wore her natural hair. She was warned not to wear it again, and then she told me. One day, she had been out covering a story, and and she needed to get back to the set quickly. She didn't have time to put on. She had a wig, just in case. Yeah. And she didn't have time to put her wig on, so she went on with her natural hair, and she was reprimanded. Um, So, anyway, head to Urban Hollywood 411 for all the details. Can I just ask one question? Is the news director uh, African-American or white? The news director... There were two news directors. They were both Caucasian men. Okay. when she filed her initial complaint with HR, the first news director was fired. A second news director came in and she said gave her just as many problems. So um, she went to HR again and and then she filed an EEOC complaint. The station, the CBS affiliate in Jackson, is owned by Nexstar Media Group. Yes. Um, they did not respond to my request for comment. I emailed two people, two executives in the company. Thank you. I read the story. It's excellent. UrbanHollywood411.com. Itai, you're up. I'm going to be doing a little more reporting on there's some friction between Time's Up and Me Too. So yeah. Maybe you'll come back, talk about that? Perhaps. There okay. was a video, <laughs> uh, there was a video uh, that came out uh, New Year's Day. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, that, go ahead. That, me, that Time's Up sort of did a nice flashy kind of sizzle reel yes. with all their highlights from the last year and then posted it and got flack for the fact that there was not one 
Harvey Weinstein accuser in the bun in the entire three minute video. So wow. no Rosanna Arquette, yeah. no Ashley Judd, no Mira uh, Sorvino, no no uh, um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Annabelle Shiora, yeah. all those yeah. guys. None of them were in there. Basically, so, all of A list Hollywood and then some. <laughs> yeah, oh and God. so of course that ruffled some feathers uh, and a lot of people, even within Me Too, those women who who feel like they have risked everything to come forward and and tell their story and put their reputations on the line and then they feel and and i think what it did is it opened some sort of like the conversation about the fact that a lot of the me too activists the women who sort of came up and and started this whole movement of which you know time's up came out of right yes so yeah uh they feel as though for the last year they have been ignored and and pushed aside for the bigger names that that Time's Up is all about, right? Because mm-hmm. Time's Up has these really big, big, big mm-hmm. names, and so the women who are who are perhaps not as big feel like they do not have a seat at the table. So coming to Fox schedule this fall next to the Mass Singer will be Me Too versus Time's Up volleyball. <laughs> yeah. When is your I story kid. coming out? It'll come out next week. Okay, great. Thank you, Itai Stewart. Yes. Yeah, so this has been. A fun award season. It's the first. I had a baby recently, so I've been on maternity leave that I put myself on from entertainment. I've been a freelance entertainment reporter for over 10 years, and I've worked for all kinds of different outlets. And so, like, just going to parties for fun has been such a different experience, like, yeah. not having to be so attached to it. It's I've been best. having the best time with my own blog. I've had it for a couple of years, but doing really great big brand deals has been amazing, and I'm making more money than I ever did in journalism, so I'm just embracing that, <laughs> no, and I think that that's a very Girl. sad statement for where journalism is. No, that's where it is. But that Everybody is my, that's my reality right now. your own platform and your own, and, tell, and writing yeah. your own rules. And doing yeah. it, so Stuart Says is my blog. SuartSays.com. Stuart Brazel. But what I really loved was Hollywood Reporter released the story, and it was, oh, it just made me love Hollywood when I first moved here, it was all about when celebrities used to actually go out. Like, you would go out in the early 2000s, and there's Leonardo DiCaprio, there's Ryan Gosling, there's Charlize Theron. You would see the big names, like, pre-social media. I posted on my Facebook, and it has just been taking, like, wildfire people talking about these stories. I remember when I first came here, I was interning at E!, and I went to this club called Nasio Now, and, like, there's Leonardo DiCaprio, and he was, like, smoking a cigar, and me and my friends were like, are you serious? serious? (laughs) (laughs) And it just made me think about, and now I make a living through social media, but just how special that time was Mm -hmm. when celebrities were out and about and were having fun and weren't worried about, of course, there's the paparazzi, but they weren't worried about everything that they were doing, being on Snapchat or Twitter, and it was just... Well, guess what, though? Something millennials can't take from us. (laughs) (laughs) And thank goodness, but I remember that. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, not sorry. I, for one, am very happy that there was no Snapchat or Twitter or Instagram during those days. Right? Beautiful. StewartSays.com. Check yes. her out. Yeah. Miss Alina Vision, can you please tell our lovely viewers and listeners where they can find us? Absolutely. So you guys can watch us on the After Buzz YouTube page and subscribe to uh, MTHP on Apple Podcasts. You know, rate us, like us, give us those comments. Plus, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Meet the Hollywood Press and on Twitter at Meet the HWD Press. Thank you all for watching. Join us next week. I have a very special episode. We've got some head writers and executive producers of the hit show Empire coming to talk about all about diversity in Hollywood and what it's like being a writer in Hollywood and all that good stuff. So thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.